0: On today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, Kyle and Tyler are joined by our guest host, Dan, to talk everything football. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Loose Change Podcast football edition. We got Dan, our special guest host, we got Tyler, and we got Kyle giving their two cents on everything football. Dan, say hi to the viewers. How's it going, pal?
1: Hello, hello. I'm sure most of the listeners know who I am. <laughs> Here to for those uh, that
0: don't know, the guy is has never lost a parlay. The in living his life. legend, he the might, parlay
1: legend himself. He might only Absolute hit degenerate, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> also a Bengals fan. You, you by the Newly made Bengals fan. Yes, bandwagon Bengals fan. Hopped on at when the. When did right you start time. cheering
2: for the Bengals, Dan?
1: Uh, you know, uh, just, just, just (laughs) at the end of uh, just at the beginning of last season. Last season's playoffs. uh, Drafted Joe Burrow in dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drafted Joe Burrow in the beginning of dynasty, and uh, figured it was a fine time to start cheering for him. Started watching them play. Thought they were a great fun team to watch, and uh. I jumped on at the right time, you could say.
0: That's exactly how I started my football fanship. I drafted Carson Wentz to be my quarterback, and I was like, I guess I'll just cheer for this team. And it worked out because here I am with a Super Bowl trip already.
1: Man, what a ride to be on that Philly Super Bowl run. What a ride.
0: It was fun. Kyle, do you remember the last time Ravens won a Super Bowl?
2: I do. I uh, remember watching the game in my basement against the 49ers. So... (laughs) That was epic. I punched a hole in the ceiling that game by accident. <laughs> That's how hyped you were. Let's go. Oh, I was I was so hyped, I jumped up and put my fist in the air and just doof right into
1: the ceiling.
0: On today's episode, Loose Change Podcast, we'll be going through some of the NFL teams. I mean, we've gone through six weeks. Last week we just did all the trophy races, I suppose, the award races. Today's episode will ask what is going on with the primetime games, the Cardinals, the Broncos. We'll do some fantasy starts of the week, um, but let's start with buying or selling the hype. This team is pretty crazy so far, considering I did not expect them to be four and one. It's the Minnesota Vikings leading the NFC North. Ahead of the Packers, ahead of the Bears and Lions, obviously. But they're playing very well. Only lost to my undefeated Eagles. What do you guys think? Are we buying or selling the hype that this team is up there as a competitor in a playoff game? Can they go in there and win a couple playoff games, Kyle? What do you
2: think? Uh, I really struggle with the Vikings going into primetime games and like playoff games i just don't think kirk ever gets it done but i am firmly buying the regular regular season hype of the vikings i think that they have a strong chance of winning the nfc north just because the division as a whole it doesn't really look that strong um and like i mean they have a competing roster it's just been falling short of expectations in big moments so what do you think dan
1: yeah, you know, I agree with what you were saying. It's really hard to trust Kirk, especially when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, the playoffs uh, is a different um, story, but are you, you buying know, the hype for the regular season? Yeah, and I feel like past Viking teams that were in the playoffs and competing had a str- bit of a stronger defense. And this time around, so far to start the year, 27th in total so yards allowed, 29th in passing yards allowed, 16th e. in rushing yards allowed. Like th- th- that's the thing though. Somehow they're they're eleventh in points allowed, and seventh on third down conversion. So that's where oh, wow. it looks like they're they're winning the games. But it- they're-, they're just giving up too much yardage on the field, and I think it's a uh, not going to work out for them when they start to play the uh more competitive teams.
0: And you can't really talk about the Vikings unless you talk about the Packers because we're talking about buying or selling the hype for the Vikings to do well in the regular season go on and win this division the packers have been an absolute shit show harrison lions obviously won't be competing for the division title so it seems like all three of us are kind of buying yeah yeah exactly as much as we want to i kind of feel like we're all buying the hype on the vikings to finish with like 12 wins here
2: Yeah, I mean, the rest of their schedule doesn't look super strong either. Um, I mean, they have those divisional games against the Bears and Lions. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. They they should walk away with a win in this division. They've got a bye week this week, so they're realistically getting a chance to get healthy because both Cook and uh, Madison were hurt. Um, And honestly, over the next two weeks, like the trade deadline's in 14 days, I think. Uh, expect the Vikings to make a splash play. Mm. Like they're going to go sign or trade for, I I expect it 100%. I think that they're going to move some money around and then they're going to bring in someone to support that secondary a little bit more. Their pass rush has been playing really well. They have always had good linebackers in like Eric Kendricks. So I just, I think that their missing piece right now is – probably someone on the back end of that defense, like a corner or safety yeah, that you know, a maybe life. a struggling team's willing to part ways with.
0: Make a big splash there. I could see that happening. We guess we have two weeks to see it happen, but yeah, why yeah. not? You're the Vikings. You look around this division. You're probably buying the hype too. You're like, let's go for this thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. You have to take the chance, right?
0: Absolutely. And transitioning to another NFC team that I can't believe is in this segment still. Buying or selling the hype? Shake my head. New York Shake Giants. My head. Are we buying or selling the hype, Dan?
1: At this point, how can you not? It's like just one <laughs> of those underdogs. I'll tell you. <laughs> you. You, uh, you want to doubt them, and every week I do doubt them. And every time I see them biting me in the butt, whether it be doubting Saquon, doubting the defense, Cause they, they've, they've been rough the past few years, but this year it's been honestly quite impressive to see them squeak out tight wins.
0: Yeah. Oh. I picked them to beat Chicago, but there are other wins, Tennessee, Dallas, green Bay. Um, oh, I guess they, they lost to Dallas, but yeah. they beat Carolina. I even remember on the podcast being like, I think Carolina wins that game. Like fast forward to now, I said, I would sound like a goddamn idiot because I thought last year's Giants for this year's Giants. But Kyle, do you You give us a voice of reason? Are these Giants going to fucking revert back to the mean already? What is going on? They're five and I,
1: one.
2: When we start talking about the Giants earlier and I was making my notes for the podcast, I was like, I'm just going to roast the shit out of the Giants. <laughs> <Okay>. and, <laughs> um on paper, their offense is brutal. Like they're 26th in total yards, 18th in points, and they're yeah. 31st in passing. A lot of low-scoring very, games. yeah, it's very obvious watching them. Like they're running the ball, they're like fourth in rushing yards, and the offense runs through Saquon. For so sure. I was like, you know what? They can't keep this up. Their next four games are Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, and Detroit. So even if they went two
0: and two. They'd be seven and three.
2: Yeah. Like the Giants are making the playoffs. It's going to happen. Uh, wow. NFC as wow. a whole is underperforming. And as much as I hate it, they're just playing like discipline, clean football right now. And they're controlling the clock, which is huge. It's what like the Ravens want to be doing. And they're just giving everything away.
0: Yeah. I mean, how can you be a team that, does anything in the playoffs though or like anyone's scared of when you're only averaging 154 pass yards a game only person worse than you is the chicago bears like this is a team that cannot pass out of trouble so if they go down a couple scores they unless like lamar jackson's on the other side of the field and will fumble it twice they're probably not going to win that game (laughs) So yeah, I don't man. know about them in the future, and as an Eagles fan, I have to say I'm selling the hype. But when you say you look at the schedule, how don't you look at this team? Like, yeah. okay, they're at least winning one or two games the next four too. So,
2: yeah, like, do you think that they make like the that.
0: playoffs, though, Tyler? I guess that should be the question, eh? Uh, yeah. What do you guys? I'll pass do it do off to Dan. That... Dan, <laughs> are they making the playoffs?
1: I mean, they got to at least take a wild card, right? <laughs> just like just the like you said way. with the schedule if they go 2 and so 2 the, they're 7 and
0: 3 the nfc sucks too right like th- there's not yeah. many good teams expanded playoffs yeah. i think they do make they, the playoffs yeah
2: yeah i mean like the packers the rams the bucks they've all been underperforming so i mean at the beginning of the year if you told me that the rams were going to miss playoffs but the giants made it i would have laughed
0: How about this? What if I told you that Daniel Jones will lead a team to a better record than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers did? Like, how is this real life? Danny
1: Dimes. Yeah, it looks like we're finally entering a new era of quarterback.
0: This might be one of the worst things to happen to the (laughs) Giants, though, because, like, this draft up coming up is apparently stacked. I haven't scouted or anything but what i've heard is that there's a bunch of good quarterbacks dude if you somehow come out of this year and you start next year with danny dimes still as the starting quarterback for the giants like it's just a big middle finger to your fan base The guy's not it
1: yeah he's just the guy that i cannot get behind i don't can't know what do it is. for danny dimes he's like I, worse like than Wentz.
2: The organization has so much faith in him though like supposedly they came in like this coaching staff came in and from day one was like daniel jones is our guy like that's what's been communicated in the locker room all year is like he is our guy moving forward so where we're all sitting at home going what do you do with daniel jones like you just got to get a quarterback next year after you go Owen 17
1: and they're like had, like hey man he's our guy. talent around him like, yeah,
0: David Stills he, is huge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it,
1: and I feel like he's a he's had like some decent wide receivers around him. Like st-
0: he hasn't really had an O line until like this year's yeah, still not great. But that's yeah, fair.
1: I guess yeah, you can't throw if you're getting put on your back the whole time.
0: And he had to had to learn a new offense every single year. So I get like it has been really tough on Daniel Jones so far through the NFL. But yeah, like you know, I still can't buy the hype. So I'll That's buy the hype that they're a playoff team, but they're going to be like 10-point underdogs in the first round and get demolished. That's my take.
2: Do you guys, do you guys see the Giants making a splash before the trade deadline?
0: You like can't. they go out and
2: trade for a wide receiver?
0: You cannot give up a draft pick if you're the Giants. You're not winning a Super Bowl this year. I don't, I don't care if you're 8-0. And and oh. You could be 7-0. Oh. I don't think this is the year the Giants win yeah, anything.
1: This is... This is a year they probably are gonna not enjoy. Like Tyler said, like this is kind of shooting yourself in the foot here, where you could make the playoffs, but you need the draft pick, and you don't really make the the ground you need to make. So, I could see them maybe trying to move some bad contracts or a player, maybe. Like I'm thinking, Kenny Galladay. If someone wants to be... trade
0: for Kenny Galladay, they'll do it. Sure, but yeah. no one's doing it. Yeah, yeah, don't but like. You.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's my only thought is maybe they try to dump bad contracts, maybe move a player to get a draft pick. I wouldn't see them moving a draft pick for a
0: player, though. How the hell are the New York Jets also good at the same time as the New York Giants? (laughs) New York screaming. How? I mean, Buffalo's in New York, too. They got three powerhouses, it looks like. I think that this just has to do
2: with the jets nailing the draft and I've said it before and I'll say it again the Patriots are the worst team in that division <laughs> um, and I'll, uh, a lot of that so <laughs> like hate the Patriots. <laughs> i I got like so some controversy from saying that early on with like some Patriots fans and um just people in general because Everyone was like, the Jets are the worst team in the NFC East. So, like, I don't yeah. care how low you are on the Patriots, the Jets are the worst team. But you look at this Jets, Jets draft, and they went and they got the best corner in the draft in Sauce Garden, the best running back in the draft in Brees Hall, and then yeah. arguably one of the top three wide receivers in the draft in Garrett Wilson. So that, and like, you still added Jermaine Johnson, who like just solidifies a good defense. And because they hit on all of those picks, it just like, puts you ahead of that rebuild curve. You start to match up really well against teams like the Patriots in your division, where you now have what's looking to be like a shutdown corner and who's he have to shut down? Jacoby Myers. Like this guy's out there playing against like Tyreek Hill and taking him out of games or like making him at least a a non-factor to the point that like the Jets don't have to scheme their whole defense around them. So I don't know. Like, I don't. I still think that the Jets probably don't make playoffs just because, like, even they play the Broncos D this week, and I think Zach Wilson's going to have a really difficult time with it. But they're going to be, like, a 0. .500 team. Like, they're going to be, like, an 8-9 and nine team, I think, at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. it looks like they have a, a lot of big division matchups coming up. They got the game against the Bills, and then those two games against the Pats. It's going to be interesting to see how – those games kind of decide the way the division looks at the end of the
0: year. Their defense has been so good. Like I understand that Rodgers and Green Bay hasn't looked the same at all this year. Held them to 10 points though. They're 4 and 2. Both their losses, they scored 9 and 12 points. So it looks like their defense is playing great.
2: 3 and 0 with Zach Wilson though.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. You're 3 and 0 with your franchise quarterback. And he's doing exactly what you want to do, not throw picks and give the ball to Brees Hall, exactly. which is a great game plan. Yeah,
2: he's only got two picks through three weeks. And like Both the offense is clearly... Sure.
0: that he was back in yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, didn't start off great, but he was coming off of an injury, kind of had to get his feet wet. And I don't think he saw as much preseason action. I don't even remember if he played much in the preseason.
0: Um, got hurt, so... Yeah I, are you I think... buying the hype though? You're not buying that they're making playoffs, but you're buying an eight and nine start? Eight nine seven. Yeah, like
2: I'm, I'm buying that they're going to exceed expectations this year. Yeah, but I, I do think yeah. that they're not a playoff team. Uh, I just think that the future looks really bright if you're a New York Jets fan.
0: Their over under at the start of the season was five and a half, Dan. Looks like they're going to clear that with four wins already. Are you buying the hype that they're going to finish above 500 or just below?
1: I think they could. I think they'll struggle in those games at the end of the years against the Bills, but they got some winnable games against the Bears, the Pats,
0: the yeah. Lions,
1: the Jags, the Seahawks. Yeah, those all yeah. seem like winnable, winnable games to me. So I could definitely see them uh, yeah, finishing over that mark. Um, and I'm honestly going to be keeping an eye on them towards the end of the year because I think they'll have some fun games against the Bills there. That's uh, I'm looking forward to those.
0: Me too. I can't believe that I'm actually looking forward to a Jets game. I've watched more Who Jets games thought. this year than the last three years combined.
1: Yeah. And if we're, uh, we're comparing New York quarterbacks here, I'm taking Zach Wilson 10 times
0: out of 10. Oh yeah. Daniel eh? Jones. Yeah. You, same Kyle.
2: No, I would take
0: Daniel Jones. Really? Oh, wow. Mm. I think I would, take, Wilson, yeah. I would have taken Daniel Jones up until this off season when it leaked that Zach Wilson is out here banging everyone's mom. I'm now yeah, firmly aligned with Zach Wilson being the better quarterback. There's yeah, something that, about the yeah, swagger yeah. and mental <laughs> part of it <laughs> that he just yeah, has. That's
1: the street cred right there. Yeah, the street I, cred. I,
2: I think DeBoe is going to turn Daniel Jones into like a discount Josh Allen.
0: ball has been playing his, like, what a team! Because it's the same team that Joe Judge had last year, and they're Ball's just playing well. I guess we're both yeah. and all of us are buying the hype on the football teams, the Giants and the Jets. We're kind of buying out the hype on the Vikings until playoff time and primetime Kirk comes back. And that brings us to our next segment. What the fuck is going on with primetime games? These games have been absolute shitters. I'm talking about Thursday night specifically. Why the fuck are we forced to watch this? How did Amazon pay knowing the schedule was going to come out? (laughs) This is Uh, wild.
2: Amazon got absolutely finessed in this deal. Uh, <laughs> like, like, I'm sitting Faison here watching these Thursday man. night football games, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, this isn't even football. Um, but a lot of it just has to do with teams falling well short of expectations, like just completely flat. Yeah. Um, if you look at the schedule going into the year, you started off with the Rams versus the Bills and the Chargers versus yeah, some the Chiefs. Yeah, good games on paper. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, you have teams like the Rams have just been completely flat. The Chargers have been subpar. The Broncos have had four primetime games in six weeks. And... They're, they're the, the worst least offense in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, guys. 15, point, 15 points a game. Just what I wanted to see.
1: Russ um, cooking some KD, man. <laughs> like Russ
2: he burnt he his KD, and, and he's just eating the cheese powder like no water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, this race but, has so been
1: hard. Russell, <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in those Broncos, man. They should have been way more fun to watch than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, primetime as a whole has been shit. And the Broncos being on primetime has been a big part of that. We can ask also, what the fuck is going on with the Broncos? Let's start with the defense because it's quick. They're good. Their defense is good. So if their offense can put it together, they will be a very scary team to beat late in the season. I have zero faith at all that this team could figure it out. And I completely blame the coaching. Well, 70% coaching, 30% quarterback play. I think they have the weapons and everything else. I think their scheme is terrible and their quarterback is maybe even worse. How do yeah, we feel about like, the coaching? I hate the coaching. I think that
2: it's just bad coaching like Daniel Hackett should not be a head coach in the NFL. Um, Russ started off like pretty strong last uh, I guess it was Monday night. Yeah, 170 like 10 yards 10. in the first half. Yeah, like he's playing extremely well. 15 yards in the second half. And overtime. You bench Melvin Gordon for Latavius Mortar. And, uh, yeah, and overtime. You I can't
1: believe and... that.
2: Yeah, like it was just so bad. They're the worst offense in the league. And Nathaniel Hockett's a previous OC. Like he's an offensive-minded head coach that is – He just got carried by Aaron
0: Rodgers for years. So it seems like all of Green Bay was carried by Aaron Rodgers for years at this point. Latavius
1: Murray is not going to solve that offense's problem. I can tell you that much.
0: I get that Gordon's been fumbling, but like you heard the press conference after Kyle, like Nathaniel Hackett was just dilly dallying around the question and basically didn't answer it. So like not suggesting any reason for his best running back to be out of the game. Clearly, the running back that knows the most plays in the book for sure. I just can't believe that this guy that was on the Saints practice squad two weeks ago is taking Melvin Gordon's job and it doesn't have anything to do with coaching. It absolutely does. And that's just one slice of it. Their red zone offense is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Thank God I have McManus as my field goal kicker in fantasy because <laughs> every time they're in the red League zone, that's guaranteed three points.
2: Yeah. And they're like 30th on third down conversion percentage too. So it's like, where, where do you want your coaches to come up big? Your red zone opportunities, your third down percentage opportunities. And that's where they're falling short. So like no one can convince me that it's not Hackett. That's the problem. We've seen Russ be successful. We've seen this offense run through uh, Drew Locke and be successful. So like if you can win games with teddy bridgewater or drew Locke, then you should be winning more games with russ and they're not which just 100 percent convinces me that hackett was not the move
0: so dan what do they do from here rest of the season assuming hackett's on board until the offseason he's dismissed in the offseason what do they do until then how do they get better that's
1: a they got a it's a tough question, it's a question <laughs> to answer because I thought the answer was Russell Wilson in the offseason. I thought that going in, I was pretty confident in the Broncos, to be honest, in Hackett and Russ. And now that it's uh, we've seen it in action, it's it's tough to say because now...
0: They might be dead.
1: Yeah, they might be dead <laughs> in the water here. The whole kitchen burnt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... Know how you fix this mess they've made, to be quite honest, because Russ is a big commitment, and they sold you a have lot. To. Of it. Yeah, like you have to ride
0: with Russ. You have yeah. to fix it. Yeah, like you there's have no to
1: find an offense that works with them, because when you look at the wide receivers, I I believe the wide receiver talent is there, which is really confusing me. Why they aren't getting it done on that end, because. The talent should be there in Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton. We've seen, seen them produce with lesser quarterbacks. And you think with a better quarterback, we'd see better play out of them, but we just haven't. They're and not targeting
2: of... their playmakers, though. Like they're not getting the ball yeah. in their playmakers.
1: Which comes fans. back to the coaching, right? So, yeah, it could be you... Russ.
0: Maybe it is Russ just saying, fuck the coaches' play call. I'm going to do my own thing. But it can't be. It has to be this goddamn coaching staff.
1: Yeah. So, wait. It waiting it out till the end of the year with Hackett man
0: it it doesn't
2: even matter if it's Russ. like you you have to commit to Russ at this point so you can't sit there and go okay Russ is the problem we're just going to eat 250 mil right so if you're struggling you have to try something to make a change so like Hackett's got to be that change unless they go and make a big splash in free agency but like or in um at the trade deadline but like are you going out and giving up more picks? Like you just gave away picks to Seattle for Russ, paid him this huge contract. And there's not like a glaring hole on this team where you're like, wow, he really needs something to help him. It's just someone needs to run this team better.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we all agree. Get this yeah. goddamn coach out of there.
1: And they got to come up off with prime time. Quick.
0: Get him up. Prime time. Yeah, too, we'll please.
1: Guess. Please. Get
2: the Broncos off yeah. prime time,
1: and they got to come up with answer, answers quick because their schedule towards the end of the year looks rough. Man,
0: they're getting they booed get... already so loud yeah. at home too. Like, yeah, you need some answers real quick.
2: Yeah, i got the Ravens, 15 points a game,
1: the <laughs> Chiefs, the Rams, the Chiefs again, the Chargers at the end of the year. Oof.
0: We Double knew that division Chiefs. was going to be killer, too. but holy shit. Good luck.
1: Oh, well, they got a buy coming up at least. So, yeah, maybe Mo- that'll
0: help them out. Moving on from yeah, the two and four Broncos coach. that are always Please. shooting the bet on primetime, the Cardinals are two and four and oh. are going to be on primetime television. It's when this episode comes out, the game will be coming on this night. So, we won't go too deep into it in case you guys listen to the episode on Friday or Saturday. But What is going on with the Cardinals offense? They can't score first half points. And that is also coaching. If you look at like coach to be fired next, Cliff Kingsbury has plummeted to the top of the list. Plummeted. Not sure if that's the word, but he's at the top of the list now as most likely to be fired next. Is this a matter of quarterback or play caller or is it something else? Dan?
1: You know, I was watching the game last weekend and I was telling you guys before the podcast. So, like, you watch that offense and when you see it run, it looks like it should work, but they're just not getting the completions. They're just not making the plays happen. It, like, Ertz will be open, mm. a r- wide receiver will be open, Murray will overthrow it, it'll bounce off his hands, a DB will make a great play. They'll get a couple of first downs, but then they just can't make it into the red zone and score. And it's a, the Cardinals are a team I'd love to believe in because in past seasons, you've make seen them make those big
0: comebacks. There were seven and oh last year.
1: Exactly. They, they I loved watching them last year. Uh, you've seen them make some great comebacks before. So I feel like they're one of the teams we've been down a lot of teams. This is a team I, I still might believe in because it, they, they've had that magic before, but so far this year it's not looking great. And I can understand why their head coach is
0: favored to be fired. Yeah. Do you think D hop makes a big difference, Kyle, or is it really just this coaching staff or quarterback that's pulling them down? It's so
2: hard to say, because like Dan said, like they started off seven and zero last year. And yeah. like, there, there hasn't been very many changes it's like you still have the consistency in the coaching staff. You still yep. have Kyler. Your they lost their really pass rush a little bit. That much. Their pass rush. Their pass worse. rush has kind of dropped off a bit. But I mean, that doesn't um, change the offense. Like the offense has been awful. Yeah, and, that's like, a good point. Maybe it's maybe it's bad luck. But like Murray has six passing touchdowns on the year. He's only throwing one pass touchdown a game, and they put up three points last week against the Seahawks defense, which is the one of the worst defenses in the league. Can't like, how have do that. you?
0: cannot have you that. can't like your Russell defense scored more points. points than you yeah <laughs> their, like their
2: defense <laughs> scored more points than them it's just I uh, I think Hopkins was going to help turn this team around but now you lose Hollywood Brown for like four to six weeks and Robbie tough, Anderson
0: man. isn't worth a fuck at all so that was yeah tough. I mean
2: is Anderson going to play? Sure. Is he going to stretch the field? Sure. But like, I don't think Hopkins is the guy everyone is expecting him to come back and be. Yes, he's still going to be a good wide receiver, but he's not going to be this like top five wide receiver anymore. That's exactly it. And mm-hmm. now, now you again have just one focal point of your offense either Kyler's carrying the ball or Hopkins is getting the ball. So, especially when players like Ertz are fumbling these opportunities and they're like dropping catches and stuff you just you can't have that in this offense right now because yeah. they're just they're losing
1: and even with the t- return of a receiver like hopkins i don't know if like a top five even if he plays top five i don't know if like that's what takes them to the next level to make a deep playoff run just right, the way they're two and playing. four right now
0: they yeah are Do you, if they make the it playoffs. if
1: they make it yeah exactly
2: I mean, you also play in the NFC West, which right now is pretty wide open because the Rams have kind of fallen short of expectations. The 49ers have looked good, but they're still 3-3 and and lead that division. So, I mean, they're only one game behind in in this division.
0: Plus 500 to make the playoffs. So Vegas odds and statistical odds makers are very much against the Arizona Cardinals doing this. I think they probably have a better chance than one in five as implied here, but Mm -hmm. I am, I am wondering what is going on and let's say they have this blow up game Thursday night. How quickly does the Kingsbury heat get like onto ESPN every day? We're talking about on the Pat McAfee show, loose change podcast has to talk about it. You know, like it's, we're getting close to a blow-up. Yeah. They better start winning games and winning games with some offense. Like you pointed out, three points last week. You better make it 30 this week. Yeah. That's yeah, a well, big it's not happening this week. The yeah, Saints Nate. defense is the
2: uh fantasy defense of the week. If you still have some defenses uh in your fantasy football leagues, uh there's a lot of Popular defenses that are going on by this week, like you've got the Eagles, the Rams, the Bills, the Vikings have all been like pretty stout defenses. So you might be looking for a spot start and I'm without hesitation starting the Saints deep. They haven't been a great defense in general, but with the way that the Cardinals are playing right now, they're just... They're struggling really badly. Uh, the new COD pre-releases tomorrow, so oh, no. I don't even know if Kyler Murray is going to show up to the game. Personal um, day. And, yeah, he's taking the day off. in um, sick and, baby. Yeah, and I think I think this comes down to the coaching, and I think this comes down to the third downs. And Cardinals, uh, they've struggled on third down. They're 28th in the league. They're only converting 34% of their third downs, which is not good. And New Orleans is fifth uh, on third down defense or tied for fifth. So I, I expect that's where this game is won or lost. And I think the Saints win that battle. So
0: I have the 49ers as my fantasy defense. And I, as we speak, I just added the uh, the Saints as my um as I put the 49ers on my bench because the 49ers play the Chiefs. I'd much rather take my Saints chances against the Cardinals for sure. That transition's great, Kyle. into our fantasy starts of the week. So, you got the Saints as a top what, 3-5 defense on the week?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I put them top 5 for sure.
0: I have Ramondre Stevenson as Kyle, you were pointing out earlier uh before the podcast started that I was like, "What what do I do for fantasy starts of the week?" You're like, "What have does anyone have Stevenson yet?" I'm like, "Okay, that sounds like the number 1 RB. He's playing the Bears. There's no Damian Harris. Name a running back that's going to finish with more fantasy points than him. I'll wait.
2: With the teams that are on by this week, it's very possible that uh, he's the RB1 on the week. Like, they've been just feeding the ball to Stevenson. And the Bears have one of the worst rushing defenses in the entire league. So, yeah, like, they're just... Ramondre is going to get the ball probably twenty-five to thirty times, and I don't think that like one hundred and fifty yards is out of the out of the question this week.
0: And I don't think anyone's wondering should I start Ramondre Stevenson this week? No, obviously you have mm-hmm. him in your lineup, but DFS, you know, you play in some D- daily fantasy. Ooh. This guy might be yeah. the number one play. I think the Could winning team value. will have Stevenson on his team. I <laughs> yeah. agree. That's a good pick. Do you have any running back starts of the week, Danny Castle?
1: Yes, I've been itching as you guys have been talking about Stevenson. I think there's someone who could top him. Who? A bit more of an obvious one. Of it course, can't... if you're starting, you having uh, if you're starting, if you have him, you are starting <laughs> him already. You are. Absolutely, you are. He's so and flustered that is already. He loves the KF. Yeah, he gets me hot and heavy with his big, dirty <laughs> body. Derrick Henry, baby. Oh.
0: Walking, watching those workout videos. Who's he playing? Yeah, man.
1: He plays the stinky Colts.
0: Oh, the Colts are stinky.
1: Yes. They are 21st running defense in the league this year. eh? Wow. Yes. They are bad on the run this year. And I feel like it's a big game for both teams coming into it. They're both kind of middle of the road right now, but they're both not great. I don't believe in Tannehill this year. He's definitely regressed. Everybody's noticed that. Everybody's mentioned it. Uh, And I think this is a game that is important, so they're going to rely on their best player on the offense, and that is Derrick Henry. So I think it's going to be one of those classic Derrick Henry games where we see him get lots of touches, lots of yards, and maybe a touchdown or two. And how I think I might even throw a first-down touchdown of the game parlay on Henry.
2: Wow. Yes. Yes. Henry in a first parlay touchdown. So gutty.
1: Henry yes, two touchdowns. I guess it'd be a prop bet if it's, you so, know, just, maybe a little sprinkle on the, in a parlay somewhere. But
2: <laughs> So let me ask you, do you think, Andy parlay. because um, Mr. Shaquille Leonard returned to practice today. Ooh. So do you think that the return of Leonard this week um, makes that Colts defense a little bit better against the run game? Or do you think that Henry is still the guy? Like, you think he's the RB1 this week?
1: Well, I'm not sure how they've been ramping. Like, I don't know if it's been, like, a slow progression for Leonard's return or not. I haven't been keeping up with his health.
2: He had a concussion might... and a broken nose.
1: <laughs> well, I feel he might... Bump it up a little bit, but I don't know if the one man is going to make a difference when it comes to stopping Derrick Henry. When it comes to We've stopping seen... other
0: running backs, maybe, but Derrick Henry is a different story. Eh? Yeah,
1: it's a different yeah. story. Yeah,
0: I'm with you,
1: but we shall see. I definitely agree that Stevenson is probably your best value this week when it comes to getting value out of a fantasy running back. But Derrick Henry, I think he might be our RB1 this week.
0: Yeah, and I mean. You're obviously starting Derrick Henry and Ramondre Stevenson, Uh, someone you might not be starting. And I think could have a great game in the same game here is Alec Pierce, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts have zero downfield threats outside of Pierce. At some point they need to stretch the field and Pierce has actually been getting some targets. He's got two touchdowns in the last three games He's, you know, a a younger guy. He's getting worked in the offense as the weeks have gone on. His snaps have gone up. So I think against a, a, you know, a Tennessee Titans pass defense that is, they're not great. They're 32nd in the league. Allowing 290 (laughs) pass yards against. I think Alec Pierce might be a good play here. He might be not in your starting lineup right now. I think you look at like a Chris Olave, who's a question mark with Thursday night football, the defense, the quarterback, and his matchup. I'd rather start Alec Pierce than like a Chris Olave or something. Alec Pierce, put him down for 10 and a half at least fantasy points you've also got a
2: ton of, you've got a ton of the big name wide receivers on by this week too so people are looking for those spot starts like if you have justin yeah. jefferson aj brown cooper stefan diggs, Cupp, Stephon diggs yeah. like you know even gabe davis at this point like you gotta mention him in that conversation absolutely like people are looking for starts andrew if yeah. you're listening to this alec pierce <laughs> <laughs>
0: alec pierce kyle you have any wide receivers
2: so I do not have a wide receiver uh, okay. start of the week. I have a quarterback start of the week, though. Who? So I'm rolling with the return of Mr. Tua Tagovailoa.
0: Is that how you pronounce it? I actually have no T- idea. Tagovailoa? I think so. I don't know. I should have just gone with Tua. <laughs> but, That's um... how what everyone calls him, Rakes. Right? like no one has a clue. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah and now he, his brother's gonna get in the league and they're gonna be like oh my gosh i had to say this name twice as much is he a quarterback too really yeah know. for maryland no yeah. shit yeah so that'll be pretty epic but um yeah i mean to uh led the dolphins to a three no start they're 0 three since he went out with a really scary injury and concussion they've been clearly taking their time bringing him back he cleared concussion protocol last week um and they just didn't bother even having him in the game. Um, And I mean, like this, this team has so many weapons and they're now going against the, one of the worst defenses in the league right now in the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Pittsburgh does not match up well against Miami. They don't have any corners that can match up with Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill. And, Their pass rush is struggling without TJ Watt. So I think as much as the Steelers' defense has been good in the past, they've been very bad this year. Minka Fitzpatrick might miss the game. TJ Watt's not coming back this week. And I think Tua is going to have a top five fantasy week. Right back into it,
1: eh? yeah yeah like
2: he's, he's gonna come out slinging um i'm expecting like 350 yards and like four touchdowns from tua like he's gonna have such a good week and again like some people need these starts this week so if you have one of those bigger names like kirk cousins on by that was a joke by the way but um <laughs> you have one of those guys on by you just you put Tua in no
0: yeah yet. i absolutely agree with that why yeah, not I that my I'm, waddle uh, stocks are missing them, desperately. Yeah,
1: yeah. The Dolphins are also a team I still have a bit of a belief in because the that, like Kyle said, they have a lot of weapons. They seem to have like a good offense and good defensive game plan this year. I like their. I coach. really, yeah, I love their coach. Yeah. Uh, I like their schedule going into the next couple of games, Steelers, Lions, Bears, Browns by like, I feel like uh, they have a, a chance to kind of beef up that record a little bit and maybe make a run at the end of the year for one of those playoff spots.
0: Yeah, we talk a, like a lot a- of dolphins on this podcast, but we do love them this year. I like them.
1: Yeah, I and, do like uh, them this year. Dan is also Dan,
2: but- a fan. Dan's a Closet Miami fan, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He cheered for Miami for so long. In your past yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. cheered for the Dolphins for so long. And they burned me too said, many times, man. I think that's nah, fair, pal. You I do don't have the fortitude
1: of a Leafs fan.
0: <laughs> then they go out and get Wrong Tyree podcast. Kill. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Leafs. Um, Yeah, okay. So that does it for Fantasy Stars of the Week, unless you guys want to do tight ends. Let's do tight ends and then finish yes. it off.
1: Yes, I uh dug through the scary world of starting tight ends in fantasy football Gross and out stumbled upon a <laughs> nugget of gold. Terrible. And that nugget of gold has a beautiful mullet. And his, that mullet-wearing nugget is Robert Tanyan. Really? <laughs> Tayon yes. has a
0: mully I didn't know.
1: Yeah, he has a nice set of hair, man. Very good. Uh, Robert. T- Bobby, <laughs> start of the week. Yes, Robert Tanyan is the tight end start of the week for he me. Like
0: Ninety yards last week, right? It was yeah. ridiculous.
1: And if there's anything we know about Aaron Rodgers, is that when he finds a favorite, he feeds them. Yeah. And the way that wide receiver room has just been a whirlwind of confusion, I feel like yeah. Tanyan could just be that rock for Aaron Rodgers. It, going into this week and probably in the next few weeks, you could see some value of, out of Tanyan. No Cobb, um, right?
0: There you go. Extra couple yeah, targets. Yeah, and really, yeah. if you look at it, like Cobb,
1: there was no Cobb anyways, even when he was on the field. He didn't it, do uh, much. Yeah, he hasn't been getting the looks he used to get. Lazard, I like Lazard, but I I think Tanyan could be a a bit of consistency for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and honestly, there was a lot of question marks about Tanyan going into the year, and yeah, and sure. I was a fan. I was a fan because hmm. he he was one of the one of the only familiar faces for Rodgers going into the into the year.
0: Well, that's true. Him and Lazard. That's it.
1: Yeah. In con, so I guess. people.
2: People were really high on Tanyan last year. Like, he had such a good yeah. season like, the year before, and then he goes out and he tours ACL, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean,
1: yeah, so because people were unsure if he was going to start the year, so I think the hype kind of died off. But I think I picked him up in, like, the second last round of our Keeper League, and he's I've gotten a lot of really good value out of him. And, yeah, I just thought, like... He had a chance to kind of bounce back with the wide receiver room being wide open, and I think uh, he'd be good for an anytime touchdown. Pitts or up. Tunyon this yeah. week,
0: Kyle? If you had to start one, Pitts or Tunyon? Uh, Pitts against Bengals. Tough. Tunyon at Washington.
2: I would still start Pitts. Just I because would start Tunyon. He owes Ooh. me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, like, I think Tanyan's definitely got a way safer floor. Like it, it kind of depends on how, what your matchup looks like. If you just need those consistent points, like maybe the guy you're going against has a few of his studs on by you're projected to win the matchup and you just need that floor. I would be going Tanyan, but most of the time I'm, I'm chasing the ceiling and I don't think Tanyan has like a a hundred and fifty yard touchdown outcome in the realm of possibilities. Whereas you, you have it's to start. With that, for that. That open?
1: Fair enough. Yeah. I agree One with the play.
0: floor point. And I think if you simulated this week, 10 times, I think Tunyon has a better fantasy por- performance more than five times. So,
2: yeah. But do you think that T- Pitts or Tunyon would have the most points out of the 10 simulations?
0: Tunyon, I I'm high on Tunyon. Also, really? I, I I'm high on Tunyon's matchup. The fucking the Commanders stink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they oh, yeah. stink. The Bengals defense <laughs> yeah. is better than the Commanders. Rod, you
1: know, Rodgers is hungry for a win, so
0: he is winning this game for sure. Uh, that <laughs> leads us perfectly into Survivor picks. Um, yes. Survivor picks. I I lost last week with my Buccaneers pick. It was brutal. Kyle, who oh, did he you pick? Did you did you win?
2: Uh, I did win mine last week. Who did I? I had picked the Rams over Carolina last week. There you go.
0: That was a so, easy get back game for the Rams. Easy to see that just, happen.
2: Sometimes you just got to take the dub in the survivor picks. Uh, the survive. Rams weren't a team that I felt comfortable with for a lot of their matchups just because they've struggled. Um, so I, I think it's picking your picking the matchups that are like still relatively good favorites, but but mm-hmm. not burning some of those key uh matchups that you might want back so this week if you I haven't burnt the packers
0: role- yet that's a good fucking burn right now with the commanders because yeah. i don't like them at all yeah. to your point like this season i don't want to pick the packers yeah. again so i'm taking yeah this-
1: packers are very volatile this would be a perfect that's- week to take them in my opinion yeah
0: who are you taking kyle I can- I can't remember if I've taken the Packers
1: yet. I'd have you have
2: double. Yeah, I have. Okay, yeah. so can't do that. Um, no, I was. I'm going the route of the Bengals. The Bengals are again that team that I haven't seen a lot of consistency out of. Some weeks they look really good, and Jamar Chase just goes crazy. And some weeks, Joe Burrow is just on his ass the entire game. Yeah. They're not getting the ball to their playmakers. Um, so and they've been starting assuming, slow
1: this year too.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the Falcons, really slow I think starts it's still going to be Bengals. a decent game, but the, the Bengals should beat the Falcons. They're at home. Yeah. And I did see Jamar Chase and T Higgins both miss practice today, but assuming that they're both healthy, um,
0: take the Bengals. Right on. Do you have any survivor pick, Dan?
1: Yeah. Uh, lucky for me, I got an email this week uh, for my second survivor pool saying, Oh, it's over already. Uh, Do we want to restart it? There we so, go. <laughs> we're going for round two. Round two,
2: baby. <laughs> good old fashioned uh, email.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he accepts the transfer, so it, it is true. Better, I um, yeah, I really like the Packers. Packers are good. Love the Bengals. Maybe a few risky ones. You could go broncos nope (laughs) i'm not doing exactly right not doing that or you could take the jets if you want
0: i I fucking hate the patriots but they play the bears in new england so if you want to get the patriots off your uh off your list take the patriots yeah that's
2: a good one yeah Yeah,
1: that's a good one
2: there's a lot of matchups. Like you, you could use the Chargers against the Seahawks. The Chargers are gonna have a heyday against the Seahawks. D. You could do the Bucks against the Panthers. But
1: yeah, yeah. Chargers is definitely the probably one of the safest
0: picks on the board in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. unless
1: you really buy the
0: Geno hype. Well, let's get a little friskier with some picks. Let's let's put some money down. You know what I mean? Let's do a classic lose change lock of the week. We haven't done it in a while. None of them have hit yet. We've submitted three, and Kyle and I are oh for three. And that's why we bring on parlay King Dan to the episode. It's been an hour and it's all just come down to this. The making or breaking of this episode will be on if you hit this parlay or not. So Dan.
1: Yeah, is what this is how I get parlay? my invite back? If it hits, I'm back. If, if not, you will I'm hit this, you exiled will be... off the island.
0: That's right. You were the number one podcaster in the loose change era. If it, loses... if you're listening,
2: if you're listening to this, you have to share the video with someone after you win money off Dan. That's, that's, yeah,
0: the you, have to, you, that's you have to share trade. the podcast after Dan makes share you some cash. So Dan, Man, make us some money.
1: I think we were we were uh, brainstorming before the podcast. Sure, didn't get a chance to do a lot of research because wanted to make sure sure I had my notes in order.
0: It's Wednesday also, we'll but
1: sell. yes, usually I like to, uh, you know, put in the work, do a little research, but on the fly. I think we were liking the two of our loose change podcast home teams. We're looking at the Ravens and the Bengals taking. I'm confident enough in them. I think they can both hit the spread this week. I could see the Bengals winning by a touchdown. I can see the Ravens winning by a touchdown. Six and a half. I love that. For sure. Taking them. I'm not sure what the. You parlay that together. It's plus 264. Yes. I love that. 264. I love it.
2: What do you think about Giants at plus three, Dan? Are you adding that into the parlay? Or Ooh,
1: if, you're you, feeling, you the, if you're feeling, if you're like feeling, no frisky. way
2: the Jags went by more than a field goal. If they yeah. went right? Against In Jacksonville, giants.
0: giants plus three. That's worth the bet too, Kyle. I don't hate it at all, but it's Dan and yeah. we suck at betting. So I want, I want to pressure him. Dan, are we okay like with I, that?
1: Like I said, the Jags, We've the Giants have burned me all year. Maybe this is time the time I need to trust them.
2: I'll pay you back. I'm pretty sure the Falcons yeah. are like seven and oh against the spread or something. That's year, the thing. I keep doubting it, the Giants.
1: Yeah. I keep doubting the Giants. So maybe if I believe in them and trust in them.
2: <laughs> yeah, put your put hit. your money in Brian Bull's wallet. Yeah. He will repay
1: you.
0: It feels weird to bet on the Giants as an Eagles fan, but I think it might do it. Plus three. Here yeah, we go. let's
1: lock it in. Let's lock it in.
0: If you probably all three of those, the spread of the Bengals, the spread of the Ravens, and the spread of the Giants, it is plus 600. So go on. Six-touple your money money if you want to. to It depends
1: how risky you want to take it. If you're just feeling a little adventurous, Bengals, Ravens, spread. But if you are a little more on the wild side, add in the Giants.
0: you're a goddamn g at like Tyler, two cents over here parlay all the all the games together put a dollar down win a million i have one (laughs) dollar
1: that's where all the loose change
0: goes yeah tweet that that's well done all right so i think that does it for the episode guys that's that's great our first ever guest thanks for best podcast i've ever been on yeah that was fucking awesome dan thank you so much we'd love to have you again We'll talk about in the future. Thank Thank leave a review if you haven't. We don't ask for reviews a lot, but if you're still listening an hour in, please leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. And um, since we were talking about the Vikings, I'll end on a Vikings joke. Uh, hey, Kyle, how do Vikings communicate? How? They use Norris code. hey <sighs> That was the Uh-oh. fucking worst joke I've told on this podcast. I'm really sorry about that.